Hi guys, this is Duke Nukem. Welcome to NerdCon 1. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of NerdCon 1. My name's Nick. I'm joined here with Krista. We've got Steve and Corey. Hi, guys. And this episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm as well as GamerGoat. Um, if you like anything you see or hear in this episode, make sure you head to www.nerdcon1.com or find NerdCon 1 wherever you listen to podcasts. And this week on the NerdCon 1 show, we're going to be talking all about RPGs. Nick, Woo! I don't mean to interrupt you, but I have something way more important than any RPG talk. All right, lay it on me. The New York PD caught that worthless piece of shit that beat up Rick Moranis. I didn't even know someone beat up Rick Moranis I until I saw it on Facebook. Ago. Yeah, I mentioned it. But they caught the guy that did it. Awesome. Did they? Where'd they catch yes. him? Uh, I don't know. I didn't read the article, but I saw it on uh, comicbook.com. <laughs> he saw like the headline. <laughs> I saw the headline, and I got too excited to read the article. I just started wow. All right. <laughs> Effective news source. Oh, here oh, oh, oh. Even better news source. Yeah, I, I'm playing with my back scratcher. Sorry. Everyone will be amused by it. It's a little skeleton hand. Anyways, Rick Moranis is going to be acting again. Oh, cool. Okay. He's, yeah, nice. he's going he's gonna to be reprising his character from uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in the reboot. So Actually, I heard about that. So let me just ask, and this could be totally in bad taste. Did he get some sense knocked into him? That's terrible. <laughs> that's it's fair. <laughs> we we could be mad about that. Terrible. <laughs> Shame, Corey. All right, Corey. Just since you're like a smartass, why don't you start us off with your uh, favorite RPGs? All right, all right. So um, my number one favorite RPGs of all time. It's a series. It is Final Fantasy. Um, I love everything about Final Fantasy games. I don't know if you guys have played Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I'm glad someone has. We know Steve hasn't. Wait, no, um, no, no. I played the demo that came on this four game demo from Pizza Hut back when Tony Hawk Pro Skater first came out. So wow. I did play, I did play I remember nine that. tenths of a level. I actually remember okay. that. <laughs> yep, so I got nine-tenths of a level in. I got, like, two battles and some walking. Can I point out that that trial made me not want to play it for a while? That's you know funny. what? That, that turn-based games, I was not into them, so I did not do Final Fantasy. I know they're not turn-based anymore, but I've just, like, I'm so, like, far down the line of them that I have no interest now. See, I was a big turn-based guy as a kid, um, especially because a lot of my gaming was on, like, a Game Boy. And so you can't do, like, quality, real-time combat on that. Are you telling me that uh, Zelda... Uh, I was going to say, I played Zelda. Like, through I the times of uh, the, that, that, that game where you could, like, Shut travel through time, you're telling me that Shut up. didn't have realistic live-action battling? <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. I killed so many ogres, Corey. I, I played Star Wars, the Game Boy game, okay? I, I played games like Dragon Ball. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was too busy doing pod racing on Nintendo 64. But I mean, I, no, I don't know. I, I just I'm love... way older than you apparently. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> uh, even nowadays, 
Pokemon, stuff like that, you have your turn base, and it's it's just a ton of fun. Um, like you said, now it's not turn based anymore. Um, and so, like Final Fantasy fifteen, um, zero bit turn based. A lot of people like to shit on it. I thought that game was phenomenal. My kid um, loves that game. Hey Corey, Alec it's wants to know what your favorite Final Fantasy is. Ten. I have a tattoo from it on my back. Of course you do. That's that's hot. Is it a tramp stamp? <laughs> Uh, no, I, on my back. I said. Okay, all right. <laughs> not my, not my lower back. Not your lower back. You know, Corey, Same. if you actually liked the game series, you would get a tramp stamp of Cloud's name in like New Roman times. But I guess you're not really a fan. That's fine. I Damn can it! Deal with that. <laughs> I thought I could trick him. Yeah, no. peer pressure apparently isn't gonna work on him. <laughs> all right, Corey, I, what I else could... you got? I could do a uh, Buster Sword in my crotchal region. Do it, do it. <laughs> but isn't that a big sword? Wouldn't like the artists have to have yeah, like, something to work there, with? There would be an issue. All right, guys, <laughs> we gotta keep our like, rating you, on you, YouTube. You, We're gonna cut that, that like conversation the, short. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Get like um, the handle. <laughs> but, um, all right, but um, also they recently did the Final Fantasy VII remake, which. If you haven't played Final Fantasy before, Krista, I would suggest that game a thousand times over. You have a PlayStation. Um, you would, I would imagine you would like that game. Um, oh, it, yeah. They very much move away from the whole turn base. My only issue that I take with that game is while it's a very long game, it's, it's only a part thing. of it. Yeah, exactly. I did hear that. Um, I've heard a lot of people say it's only like not even half of it. Yeah, exactly. So, I'll be impressed when they release the whole thing. Wait, and... they remastered part of a game? Yeah, but they you added know how much a whole bunch taken more. They expanded that? it. It's oh, even, okay, it's okay. It's not even technically a remaster. Yeah, it's a remake. Like, they totally changed it up. Like, it, like I said, took, it's no longer like, turn-based. I've heard that um, they took the first, like, they took like, the first, like, four hours of the game, and they expanded the story and have now turned it into, like, 40 hours worth of gameplay. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like when they do that kind of stuff with movies. Like, uh, in the past few years, uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie from Dust Till Dawn, well, Robert Rodriguez movie from Dust Till Dawn, they made a TV series about it, and, like, the... Uh, first season was the first movie uh, like expanded out with like mm -hmm. extra stuff and everything and I get a real kick out of that so it's it's cool that they do that in like video games mm -hmm. I, I don't think they do it that often but they did it right with this for yeah sure. I don't honestly I can't um, recall hearing about it before but like Final Fantasy yeah it's usually like a now. DLC situation when they expand the story like that yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. I'm just I hope they I don't have well, I have a PS4, but I didn't buy the full game because I refuse to buy a not full game. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. I'm, re I'm really hoping that for the people who did, they release it for free, and it yeah. as like an up as like an. Oh, they won't. As a, they won't. Oh, they, no. no. But it's I gonna be a nine DLC like installments. <laughs> I yeah. it's supposed to be like three or four. Oh, but, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm waiting for it to come on Xbox, because it's a timed exclusive. And then I just get the full game for the regular price. Wait, they're <laughs> timing exclusives now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. For Six like months first, for exclusive. Basically, yeah, like the first year that it comes out, it's exclusive to a certain console. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So That's like uh, the new thing now, because the console, wo console wars are slowly dying. 
So it's starting yeah. to be, like, timed exclusives, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they've got to move towards, like, cross-play, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, if they do exclusives, that'll never happen. Not to mention in sales, they're consistently competing against their previous year's numbers. So at some point, you are going to have to break out of that normalcy just to compete with even yourself, let alone other companies. Yeah, yeah like this... well, and for example, like that, I mean, you're cutting out a huge like fan base mm -hmm. if you don't put it on other consoles. So I was just actually reading today, Krista, I'm sure you'll like some of this news. Um, with Yeah, with the whole Bethesda thing. Um, Xbox or Microsoft, I should say, has basically said, I, I don't think they're going to be making them exclusive. I never thought but, they were going. But they do want the versions to be better on Xbox. Yeah. Um, I never, I never in a million years thought that they were going to be. They'd be cutting out a huge part yeah. of their. Oh, yeah, huge, huge profit. And Microsoft likes money. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, money. no, there's well, no way. No, nah, it'd be stupid. I thought plus I thought either being, timed uh, exclusives or what you said, yeah. Yeah, well, plus that being with the fact that if you have Game Pass for Xbox, you don't even have to buy the game. Yeah, you don't have to pay. Like, well, some games, some games you still have to buy. They're not they're not doing everything, which is unfortunate. But uh, if, well, if it's okay, only some if it's owned by Microsoft, it will on be on Game, game Pass. Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which in this case it is. So like, Elder Scrolls, I'm I don't have to pay for it because I've yeah. got Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but they did make a good model. I read this week, 70% of people who bought the new system have Game Pass. Yeah. Well, doesn't it come with it for the first year or something? No. That's or if you do a subscription for the there's Xbox. A, there's yeah. A, yeah, there's a package you can buy that includes that. But yeah. technically, no, it doesn't come with it. Okay. Um, and that package but, um, is pretty much paying monthly for the system. That's not like buying the system yeah. outright and getting it. That's if you... It's the... It's, it's monthly for the system and Game Pass. Yeah, it's like twenty four ninety nine a month, and you get the system and Game Pass for eighteen months. Yeah. Um, but okay, so I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> um, my other RPG that I was going to choose, I know, right? Um, my other RPG I was going to choose, and I know Krista will probably talk about this one a little bit more than me, is going to be uh, Fable. Try not to. <laughs> and, <laughs> And we were actually just talking about how Fable went on like a nice steep decline after it came out. Like each mm -hmm. game that came out just got progressively worse from a really awesome fucking starting point. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping this new one is off the charts good. It's a new studio, so I mean, we'll see. I've I've heard some things about the new one. I've heard that it might possibly be a prequel, which would be mm -hmm. very interesting. I would mm -hmm. love to see a sequel, but not if it's a sequel to three. I would love to see it like if it's a like a direct sequel to possibly one. Whereas mm -hmm. like two, because two you were like the descendant of the hero, and it was kind of like an unspecified time of like how long. So if it was like a direct sequel to one, I wouldn't necessarily be mad either. And I I actually really liked Fable Two. I know a lot of people were like, oh, it wasn't as good as one, which I agree, but I really liked Fable Two. I like Fable Two oh, yeah. as well. I, I like Fable Two also. Like you said, it's not as good as one, but yeah. then again, it's better than three. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. But yeah, every game that came out after went got progressively worse yeah um, yeah and so i i personally am hoping for either relatively close to the same timeline as one mm. or or the prequel um i like the whole 
fantasy type world and i liked it went to into that industrial age but it's not the same for me yeah when uh, they i remember like lo- loading up fable 3 and the first thing i got was i got like a like a blunderbuss or whatever and i was like what like no give me a, a bow and arrow like what? exactly no. exactly yeah. i yeah. completely agree I, like once it moved to guns i was just like eh, i i'll stick to my sword yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but um I think the only way I'd be cool with it still being in the future is if they decided that they wanted to go into like a steampunk realm. Because mm-hmm. I was talking about this with my girlfriend, because um, Cyberpunk's coming out, mm. um, which is supposed to be a huge RPG. We'll see. We'll Cyberpunk. see. <laughs> yeah. Two days. <laughs> two days before release. Sorry, guys. We pushed until next February. Yeah. Yeah. We right. fucked up. Um, I don't think they're fucking up. I think but, that I think that's optimization. I think they have, they're trying to optimize for next gen, honestly. Yeah. All I gotta say is that yeah. tweet from October really, really aged yeah. well. No, no more no delays, more. you guys. Yeah. We promise. Yeah. Two weeks later. Sorry, but, we fucked up. I'm trying like to Halo have three. Up all over again. For this exact reason, but yeah. I'm very excited for it. Or, Isn't or it like Halo basically Infinite. like over a year <laughs> since it was supposed to come out? Wasn't it supposed to come out like at no the idea. end of last year? I, th- I, I thought think. it was February. Sure. I honestly thought it was February. See, I thought it was but, last uh, November, but I don't keep up enough, and I'm probably confusing it with something else. Like I do half the time with video games because I'm the I've movie been guy. Reading a lot <laughs> about it though, it looks like it's gonna be very cool i mean it's got it was 75 side missions but they are all like customized and they're not just like randomly generated bullshit they all have some sort of story behind them see that's Um, pretty cool you have three different starting paths essentially yeah Uh, and it's like the cut it's supposed to have like the most customization like in any yeah actually completely customizable like yeah Keanu Reeves but, uh, is pretty much why I want to play the game. I really don't know that much <laughs> about it outside of you the can't romance and what the Keanu Reeves are. though. They they confirmed it. <laughs> Too bad. That's Too bullshit. bad. I will. Hey, hey. He's like, I will head cannon. I will head cannon romance him. I will sit there on pause and like try to feed him beans. God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's essentially that's why I want to play the game. Like, oh, Keanu Reeves is in it. Cool. What's it about? Don't give a shit. Gonna buy but you hate on movies going... for when they do this. Wait, what? But you hate on movies for when they have a really great name and then like you just show up for the name. I'm so nervous about that. But yeah, but th- those guy. those yeah, but are he's, movies. He's, he's barely in it. He's a yeah. side yeah, character. He's barely in it. Oh, Keanu's a side character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, you just made me not want to buy the game anymore. Yeah, no, he's a side done. character. He's not the this main. This game character. is shit. But... <laughs> the, the not like Death Stranding, where it's like Norman Reedus is the character. Is, um, <laughs> is having that out, cyberpunk, honestly. just the idea of it, I think really opens up the idea for people to make a steampunk game. Because if you think about it, there's no steampunk games. Fable 3 like could have pushed steampunk, but they were like still <laughs> trying to be Fable. Let, let me be honest, I'm really fucking glad they didn't, because it would have ruined steampunk shit. True. No, or, I mean, if or, you went or like chances, goblins, or chances at a good steampunk game. I don't know though. I don't. I feel like they. I feel like they went in that direction, but they were so so held back by like the fantasy part of the fable part that they didn't want to go full steampunk. Well, that's the thing is, do that goblin style steampunk. What? Like, yeah, what? 
like where goblins have like well not you know like you could really make it more about the mechanics and the creation of those weapons and stuff like that like where you really see in goblin lore where where or excuse me not goblin um dwarf dwarf there we go um like where they're they're crafting these you know awesome machines and stuff like that you could really have brought fantasy into steampunk really easily i feel like doing stuff like that yeah, but that's that's not fable though. Like, fable yeah, have that kind of lore it, to it. And and, and like that, I, I think like that. I, I don't think fable could safely push into a steampunk realm. Yeah. Um, because like that, because they're held back so by the fantasy, fantasy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think pushing the industrial like they did was a big risk, which they flopped. Right. <laughs> but, right. The, um, fa- the, the fact that it was guns right in the first place was like it, no. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> If you're gonna go steampunk, you can only have like little bits of fantasy, if any. Um, but I, I think a steampunk game would be super cool. So yeah. steampunk 2077. You wanna, you want a cyberpunk I, spinoff? I, I, Not I 2077. Thinking, I was, yeah, I, was, I don't know the numbers. Like steam, I was thinking more like steampunk 1577. <laughs> yeah. By the way, since we're back to cyberpunk, that could be a cool Assassin's Creed game, though. Yeah, I can see that being. No, 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 no. Don't even get me into that. Whole, Plus, Assassin's Creed game, uses relatively realistic shit. I meant like in the environment could be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Relatively that being type a keyword there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they try to base it off real places. At right. The like, least. I have no idea what kind of story they could do, but I feel like that environment would be dope to just like yeah. parkour all over the place. Yeah. I want like, a steampunk simulator game where I can like, just sit there how, and try to what build other games steampunk other than stuff. Assassin's Creed have that type of concept where you could just climb all over everything nothing spider-man no <laughs> yeah um, spider there was a <laughs> like a mutant style game that i used to play that was very similar in like current time and i can't think of the name of it to save my life but um wow yeah it was yeah, that's back. great information i i i'm so Thanks, proud of that Nick. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. So I do want to take a quick break for a sponsor. But uh, before that, I just want to say on the cyberpunk note, the original due uh, out date was April 16th. And then it got pushed back three times to the current date. So that was September 17th, November 19th, and now currently December 10th. It's set to air or to release. But um, we'll be right back with a quick word from our sponsors. All right. Thank you to um, Anchor.fm for sponsoring this episode. And uh, Corey, what was your question about Funko Pops? Oh, oh I was fable. Just curious if we could get some Fable Funko Pops. I want Final Fantasy ones too, way more than Fable, but it's Square. It, it's Square, and that will probably never happen. Only I demand scene where Mario you kill Pops. Also yeah, but Nintendo is happen. funky with that. I know Nintendo is really creepy about their licensing shit, but at least like they sort of gave in with the Pokemon and their yeah, shit. Yeah, but the knows Pokemon that. that's, are not, that's not them. That's Niantic. Yeah, I was gonna no, say. No, no, Niantic does Pokemon not. Company. The Pokemon company, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, but it's not, no, no. it's not owned by Nintendo. It's it's Nintendo, a subsidiary. Nintendo owns a third of Pokemon. Yeah. It, well, it's like Lucasfilms so, with um, Disney now. They do have some say, but not as much with certain things. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't like, need, I just—they didn't need Nintendo's vote in that. The other I two just feel like, like K. I feel like Goombas, <laughs> but I feel like Goombas yeah. could look really adorable. And same with uh, uh, um, the 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 piranha plants; they'd be really cool pops. I want a six-inch piranha plant with its dead, lifeless Mario eyes. Would look like shit though. No, he wouldn't. He would look so great. Yeah, they'd have nerve. to have him doing. They'd have to have Mario doing action poses. Like he'd have to do like the 
the one up thing. Like he couldn't just be standing there like a creep. And then they'd make fifty nine different variations of Mario. Could yeah, you make you a need paper Metal Mario. Mario. You need uh, Tanuki <laughs> Mario. Uh, you need uh, the giant Mario in the big boot. Uh, you need frog suit Mario. Uh, I can keep done. going. No, <laughs> uh, let me. But but uh, how about Paper Mario? See, Paper Mario would look awesome as a pop. That was a segue. Go... Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, so you. Yeah. Steve, Steve, you're up. You're up, Steve. What? RPGs, Paper <laughs> Mario, and Pokemon. You're up, my friend. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you guys know about this game. It's a little underground. It's called Pocket Monsters. And you run around and you try to catch these asshole creatures that say their names. Uh, it's really obscure. So I don't think anyone's ever played it. But it's a good game. You guys should check it out. That's what I got. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know what to say about Pokemon. I've been to most terrible person to be on this episode honestly like for rpgs I, yeah yeah i haven't played paper mario since 2007 back when i still had an n64 Damn, you played that for a long time oh yeah man um yeah <laughs> yeah when did that originally come out in like 98 <laughs> um something like that maybe 99 or 2000 somewhere around there but not after 2000 but yeah i played paper mario oh, 2000 for a long time. august 11th, okay 2000 yeah so i played it for a bit it was a good game um i was mad because i i didn't play it for a long while and i whipped out my uh n64 and i um played the shit out of it and almost beat the game and then i woke up one day after playing it for like 15 hours and my game was erased and i was so sad that I never played Aww. it again. It was so much work. That is so sad. I burned through like the whole game in like one go. And it's just like, haha, all I have to do is defeat Bowser. And then the next morning my game was erased. And I saved like 80 fucking million times. <laughs> Stupid cartridge. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. So um, you probably I'm just pretty... didn't blow in it hard enough. I, I didn't blow it hard enough, I guess. But um, I, I, uh, I thought that the Wii one looked really stupid because uh, I thought that them having a part where it's like they basically force you to turn 3D at some point kind of took away from the whole Paper Mario aspect. And I think it should have just stayed as a 2D scroller. And I didn't even bother playing this new one I, because Corey said it was I terrible. This, I heard the second one was pretty good. Not as good as the first, but I've heard... I haven't played the newest one. I've heard... It's not very good. Yeah, I've heard not good things about the Origami King, so it's like, I don't want to waste all that money to play a shitty all the, game. All the RPG aspect is gone. Are you um, serious? I think, I think what people are upset about is you have these battles now, and it feels pointless because you're not getting experience points. You're not leveling up anything like that. Oh, so these battles, you're just dumb, going man. around, and they're just battles that are thrown in there. Dude, to me, that was like the it. greatest RPG. I figured out all the secrets. I spent so much time like meshing my uh, special attacks together and earning cool shit and everything. Like <laughs> Paper Mario was like the greatest RPG in existence. I'm going to stand by that statement. So I'm you just going to take a quick that. second to answer a uh, question from chat. The way my beer keeps refilling is that I have a fridge right here. And when we have ad reads, I can go get another beer. <laughs> All right. 
Sorry, I, I just I just saw that because now we have the multiple screens for chat, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. I just refilled. I got I got another beer, <laughs> and it's Yingling, so it goes down like a champ. Ooh, you know that thing that we couldn't get in Connecticut for fucking ever. And to be someone from a place where you can have it, and then to go to a place where you can't is bullshit. Because fuck Bud Light. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Tell I us how Bud, you really feel. I'm gonna. Budweiser is the worst beer. I agree. I did platinum, but that was about it. But that was only because of the cool bottle. You gimmick-ridden bastard. Guy. Piss beer yeah. rules, man. Piss beer does rule. Piss yeah. beer ready to drink. <laughs> Not anymore. I was cleaning out my fridge, and I found a PBR from 2019. It would have I almost delicious. drank it. No, because I, I think I drank the other one. I was like, this doesn't taste right, but I finished it. <laughs> but like, it holds it's just not you know the best and krista no longer has a head oh, there i know is. i'm Your sorry my back. dog is like having a moment i'm sorry i'm trying to make it so she's not like loud on microphone oh i haven't heard her at all i just keep seeing your head going, oh, yeah Boop. yeah yeah she's yeah she's like underneath I, my feet I, I she's like having a moment here in the background we, every once we in a while guest stars i know but like no because she's she's just she's doing her thing is she i don't having know what anxiety no, she's just like, she does this when I stream too. I think that there's like something about me being in the chair with my back against her. Like, she, I don't know. She freaks out. So I've, I've started putting her on the floor while I stream and like while I do the podcast and stuff. But again, she's like, just, she just sits at my feet and just looks up at me and just like cries. So it's like, I don't, I don't know what else to do. I can't pay attention to you while I'm doing this. Oh I just my can't. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend that I FaceTime it. from time to time, and uh, her dog's the same way where um, it'll get, like, whenever, like, now, like, she, she'll hear us talking, like, the dog just wants the attention. Yeah. Like, like, and, and, like, the it's not a lot, but it's enough that it's cute. Here, come here. Come on. I'll pick you up. And she, like, backs up, and it's like, well. Alec, what did you uh, want from me? <laughs> right. Alec asked if, we, if any of us have played uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I have. Um, yes. I have not, but it's on Game Pass now. And so oh, that's is fun. it? Definitely get on Ooh. that. It's fun. All it's real fun. EA EA Play is part of Game Pass now. Yes. Oh, yep. that's awesome because I pay for EA they Play. Merged. Uh, so I will cancel mm -hmm. that and I will just get all my EA stuff on my Xbox instead of my PlayStation. Yeah, Hold on. cool. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna have it all pretty on my new Series X. <laughs> and you get a uh, Disney Plus is a out. trial on um, Game Pass right now. They all have an offer for a month trial of Disney Plus. I think it was. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's true. But it's only a month. I have, I have Disney Plus for free. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to play that Fallen Order game. I haven't played a Star Wars game since that one for PlayStation Two or Three, where you could like, uh, you were that Jedi guy, and you could like decide if you wanted to be good or evil. Yeah. Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Yes. Force no, Unleashed was unleashed. the last. Oh. Yeah, that was the last yeah. game that I played. Uh, Star Wars. Dark Killer. Don't. Uh, to Force Unleashed, it's amazing. Both of them are so good. It Did was you a really? game. I love Force Unleashed. Some of it, I just I couldn't get into it all that much. I love it. Go play Final Here's, Fantasy. Extra extra fun fact: I played Force Unleashed on the Wii, so it was like, oh yeah, no Jesus. You know what would be great with a Star Wars game on PlayStation VR that's not Beat Saber? Yeah, yeah that, that would Beat be fun. Saber's... All right, no, no. Do, be careful what you wish for. I've told you about my VR experience. I still have nightmares about when Darth Vader crushes my gun and I can't get out. <laughs> Nick, that's because you're a little girl. No, you yeah, don't understand. That, that was also like a 
way more than just VR experience. Yeah. I'm aware, but like, I, I, I don't I do it. Some VRs can be like super mind fucking. Um, one of my buddies, Alex, he was like, yeah, I played like one of our friends has an HTC Vive or something, whatever it's called. Yeah, and I guess yeah. that's like a serious, like you could seriously set that thing up. He was like, I was playing that for like two or three hours. And then I went to drive home and he's like, I had to like tell myself I was no longer in a video game because I felt like I could just drive off the side of this <laughs> bridge and be totally be fine. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna happen over here. Well, because it only takes a certain amount of time to like make yeah. your mind believe that you're within that world. I think it's like like 16 seconds if you're actually I want fully immersed. Sword Art Online in real life. We know, Corey. We know. You'll get there one day. That's the I know. Mark. I'm going to be. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, Tenbo says the Japanese already have it, and they just don't want to tell us. I mean, they have a fucking mobile suit Gundam that works. Yeah, so I guarantee they yeah, got they that. Do. Corey, I think you need to go over and just like check around in Japan. Like they got that shit and they're just hiding it from it's you. It's somewhere. <laughs> Krista, I really like your background. That That's trip? awesome. Because I'll do it. It's it, it probably seems weird out of context. I'll get there eventually. Well, that that, that was my segue. <laughs> right. I'm I'm working on my segues and trying to shut these go. two up. So let's let's get into your segue. Segue. Um, okay, so my my first topic is kind of like a twofer. Um, I am a huge fan of Bethesda RPGs, particularly Fallout and Elder Scrolls, which are two of my all-time favorite franchises. Uh, I'm going to talk about them both together because they are very similar, except for their landscapes. Their gameplays are very, very similar. Um, one is fantasy, magic. One is post-apocalyptic. But, you know, they're essentially, I... <laughs> essentially kind of the same game. Gameplay. I want to cut you off real quick. What other RPGs do they have? I will get there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will get there. Impatient, um, Corey. It's not time for questions, a Corey. A really fun fact that I learned about while I was just kind of like buffing up on my, my Fallout is that um, so the first two Fallouts were actually developed by Black Isle Studios. I will not be talking about them because I don't have any experience with them. My first experience with Fallout starts with Fallout 3. Um, but Black Isle Studios in 19... Oh, dude, hold on. I scrolled down. In 1997, they were releasing Fallout, and they originally wanted to use what was called GURPS, which is the... GURPS? G-U-R-P-S. And it huh. is published in 1986, and it is called the Generic Universal Role-Playing System. It was published by Steve Jackson, and it was the first official role-playing guide that established the the concepts of strength dexterity intelligence health and health points will perception fatigue and stamina no so shit. basically that was the first official guide that role-playing games other than dungeons and dragons because dungeons and dragons has its own rule set so that basically helps people create a, a universal way to play role-playing games, whether it was video games or tabletop games or anything like that. So they wanted to use GURPS, and that was the original plan for the first Fallout. But Steve Jackson um, did not approve of the violent nature and adult content of the Fallout series, so they had to develop the special system, which, as you know, or if you don't know, is strength, perception, endurance, charisma, intelligence, ag agility, and luck. 
So they essentially took GURPS and they manipulated it into their own um, RPG-based uh, setup known as Special, which obviously is not the same in Elder Scrolls because of the setup. So Elder Scrolls gets into magic, one-handed, two-handed, um, and then your armor, your your lockpick, things like that, where it gets a little bit deeper into the specialized uh skill trees rather than the generic skill trees where where fallout goes um so like i said my particular rpgs with the bethesda series started with fallout 3 in 2008 and um elder scrolls oblivion was actually my first elder scrolls as well which was in 2006 uh both of those were for the xbox 360 for me personally um and then both of those forayed into the mmo rpgs with Fallout 76 in 2018 and Elder Scrolls Online in 2014, which, yes, active to this day in November 2020. I have active accounts on both of those worlds that I still play. <laughs> um, Not surprising. And so to segue from there, also <laughs> another side project is the Obsidian Games, which were also co-produced with Bethesda and those are Fallout New Vegas from 2010 and The Outer Worlds from 2019 which is what my background is um, Outer Worlds I I literally played the entire thing I think I had a three day weekend when it came out I got Easy. it on Game Pass for Light. free I was obsessed with it it was so it was quick it was a quick game um, mm -hmm. but it was so good and the, the one thing about rpgs and i don't know what you guys like about rpgs but the thing that i really love is when your choices actually matter to the game yes. you're playing. yeah that was always like, cool. i remember the very first quest in outer worlds fucked me up because it was like <laughs> you either have to shut down this entire town's worth of power and all these people are going to be homeless and they're going to starve or you have to destroy this other town's crops and all these people are going to be homeless or going to start. So it's like you're going to screw over somebody no matter who you – and it was like your choices mean something. And that is what I love in RPGs. I love when, like, you can just explore at your own pace, do your own thing. The game doesn't hold your hand. And I, no, not at all. Bethesda and Obsidian in particular – excuse me – are my favorite RPG games because of that reason. I love when they just open the door and they're like, go figure it <laughs> Good out. Luck. Go. Yeah. So that's why like, I will, I will play every fallout game that they release. I don't care. I will On play Microsoft, every Elder Scrolls Xbox. that they release. I don't care. Um, because as long as that true heart of the exploration and the choices and the consequences, as long as that exists in the heart of the game, I love it. What is Can the I point just of the outer tip? worlds? What? Can I just give a tip for people in the Outer Worlds? Don't shoot everyone. Yes. It seriously fucking sucks when you have to yes. travel you, everywhere to find new information. One of the most, other than Fable, because Fable, I feel like, really touched on, like, the morality part of it. Where, like, Fallout and Elder Scrolls is, like, you can choose to do bad things or not. Whereas Fable and Outer Worlds really kind of focused on morality and like what is the best for everybody in this world not just you the player because all of that like has a bigger effect on like the whole rest of the game Corey, what were you gonna say yeah i want to ask a couple questions actually okay <clears throat> um one outer worlds 
Um, each one's going to be a different game, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, so Outer Worlds, I haven't played it. I think that I've seen gameplay footage. Mm-hmm. Is that the game that reminds me a little bit of Borderlands? The style, yes. the animation style, probably yeah. It's like okay. it's that it's that thick, heavy lines that Borderlands. Yeah, and is it, yeah. it's still first person. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's and it's it, mostly it, guns. It's so. it's Fallout in space. It's guns. It's shoot okay. 'em up, loot 'em up. It's 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 Fallout. It at its heart, it feels very Fallout, but it's Borderlands crazy, funny animation style. Okay. Yeah, I would I would almost I would almost say it's it's if Borderlands and Fallout had a baby. Okay. Yeah, okay. mixed with like a little bit of Firefly, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, like I it's it's one's... funny, it's witty, but also like it really, really has heart. And like you, you, you're not just gonna walk in and just be like, I'm gonna make this decision. Like you're like, you really, it makes you stop and think about the decisions you're about to make because you're, you no matter yeah. what decision, like, and it's not even just things like that where it's like you're choosing to like screw one person or another, but there are choices where it's like, you know, you have a companion and you've spent you know, 10 hours in game with this companion and you've kind of started to build a little bit of a relationship with this companion. And then they ask you if they can go off and pursue their dreams. And you're going to be like, damn, I'll be an asshole if I say no. But at the same time, like, you're my buddy. And like, you know, (laughs) you're my boy. It really makes you think about things, which I loved. Mm. I loved, I wished it was longer. I really wanted to like keep exploring and I wanted to keep kind of like diving into the gritty underworld, but I, I did love it. I, I played it in, like, I think it was either three-day or four-day weekend. No, they're doing okay. DLC, Corey. Yeah, there's one. I have a question. Okay. Yeah. What's up? Uh, I, uh, what's... Let's let Steve ask his question. Um, what's the concept you, of it? Basically, you, like, it's been a little bit since I've played, so it might be a little rusty, but you either get kidnapped by this, this crazy scientist or you are associated with this crazy scientist, and he is wanted, but, like, you you need him to help build your ship because your ship has crashed so it's like it's he kind just of saves you yeah essentially so it's like you, you kind of have to decide whether or not you're going to like hunt this scientist down for like the ransom or if you're going to work with him because he's going to lead you to you know the secret of the universe kind of thing you know so it's like okay. it's it's a typical like it's a typical rpg where it's like you either choose with or against and how you're gonna get there you know okay because i downloaded it on my game pass and i wasn't sure for if, free uh... it's it's worth it i didn't yeah, yeah i got the game pass too for sure yeah i'll have to check it out because the cover looked pretty cool if like the covers any indication of what the gameplay looks like it's yeah it was fun i really enjoyed it Corey, i'll have to give it a question? check sometime so next question um mm-hmm. is uh elder scrolls related yeah. um have you played morrowind I did not play Morrowind. Like I said, my first, I only played um, Oblivion, Oblivion, Skyrim, and Skyrim. ESO. I, yeah, I, have not I, I wasn't sure if you went back. You should try Morrowind. Um, it's a little more obscure and a little, it, it, it's a little more obscure. That's like yeah. the first like big one they did. Elder Scrolls 2 is technically like one of the biggest games like ever. Yeah. Does anyone remember In, when Tom went Tsunami? But, um, no. I, I don't. No, no, what? no. When he, uh, when he, when he uh, reviewed that game when it first came out. Oh, no, no. I did not know. Yeah, because they did reviews. Yeah, they, they, they did game reviews for a little bit and they like uh, talked about games. And I remember seeing, uh, yeah, Tom on Toonami during like breaks and stuff sometimes talk about uh, the Elder Scrolls 
Morrowind and everything, and I'm like, oh man, that shit looks awesome. And then my favorite part of Morrowind, um, which I think a lot of people, I, I I would love to see come back, even if they don't do like a remaster of it, anything like that, like they've done with Skyrim 19 times, 900 times, um, yeah. But, Skyrim um, came out in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2016. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. But yeah. um, but for Morrowind is the spell creation system. Yes. Is you could make whatever spell you wanted and make it do essentially whatever you wanted as long as you had enough magicka to use it. You could make a spell that was either a fireball or like a poison, uh, like an area of effect one around you, but you could make it the size of an entire city. And if you had enough magicka to launch that spell, you could poison and kill an entire city in one cast. Yo, that's pretty cool. Not not like just the people within like 20 feet of you. No, an entire fucking city. And so like I'd love to see something like that or at least some semblance of that spell creation system come back. Um, and last question. Um, what are you expecting from Avowed? Avowed? Um, it's the I... new... Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. I don't know much about Avowed. The next Bethesda slash Obsidian title that I'm excited for is Deathloop. Okay. Which, so that's the only one that, I, I mean, I don't really know a ton about Avowed other than the trailer that I think was on the Xbox. Yeah, it was just the trailer. Yeah, that's um, all That's all I know. Yeah. What's the other one that they're doing? Uh, Star? Starfield? Um, Star, is it Starfield? Um, you know Star what I'm Fast, talking about. Starfield, one of them. It's it's essentially it's their version now of I guess Outer Worlds because you said yeah. Fallout in space. Yeah. Um, it's going but to be that's Bethesda, whereas Outer Bethesda... Worlds is Obsidian. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be Bethesda's version of their RP RPGs. Yeah. Their, like masterclass RPGs they have. It's been in, in space. It been, it's been in the works for years. Like, there's not, there's no information it's not about it because it's just like, like in progress for forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's I, like, yeah, yeah, Elder Scroll Six, Elder Scroll Six, and it's like, you guys gotta relax. Nothing's going <laughs> on. I, I am. Hey, they they gotta hope, you know. Too, to be fair, I I really wish they had. They would give us something I mean, about it, Elder Scrolls. It is 6. Elder Scrolls' yeah, turn technically? Because I mean, seventy six came out twenty eighteen. ESO came out twenty fourteen. So it's ESO. It's ESO. It's Elder Scrolls' turn technically, like yeah. in the rotation. But I think that they're branching out. Like I said, they have Deathloop coming out for next gen. Um, oh, yeah. you know, they've got they've got a bunch of they just got sold to Microsoft. Like I just I I for I don't foresee any big AAA Bethesda titles coming out in the next probably at year. least year. Yeah, I would. Oh yeah, I, I'm guessing like 2023. In fact, I would say, I would say 2022 I, earliest. First I would love 2022, to maybe. see um, the new Fallout be them and Obsidian again. Because New Vegas is one of my favorite. Okay. It's probably my favorite Fallout. I'm I I'm ready for the comment section to blow up about this. I'm sorry. It is not my favorite Fallout. New Vegas is the glitchiest, glitch-tastic glitch fest I've ever played in my <laughs> life. That was the best description of anything I've ever Seriously. heard. Seriously. <laughs> 
I'm really I, glad that Corey's segment is over for I the episode because I think we stopped hearing from him. I have three save files on New Vegas because there are three separate save files that I cannot complete because three separate qu- quests glitch out. I've tried three times to finish New Vegas. It's I, and I I want to love it. I want to love it, but it's like how many times is this damn game gonna break on me? Honestly, I got stuck in a rock with the game I'm playing right now. It's just yeah. It's I guess it, I was just I was very happy to see something that like well yes it's a wasteland you still had some semblance of life. Oh, I mean, I'm not even complaining about, like, um, I know a lot of people could say the map is super empty. I'm not even complaining about that. I'm complaining about the fact that, like, oh, everything that's what is I mean broken. For regular Fallout. Everything is, is like, broken. Well, that's what I'm, I'm just saying compared to, like, regular Fallouts. It's just so empty. And, like, yeah. v- New Vegas gave you, like, a post- post-apocalyptic metropolis. In a very small section of the map. Well, but but Very it's still just small. that idea of it, right? You know? I agree. I and um, I I would have loved to see like a full blown Las Vegas Strip rather than just two. Oh, they didn't very do the whole vo- They didn't do the whole area. Vegas Strip. No, no. It was just oh, it's, two, it's two. It's two like loadable map areas with like four yeah, casinos. So. I mean, the casinos are loadable areas inside as well, but but still, you know. they should do the whole strip. I mean, it, like it's also Xbox Three Sixty. That we're uh, okay, now okay. You, you try to pull something like that now you can do it and there's gonna be no load time and yeah. and there's also no run in new vegas you have really? to walk where mm-hmm. yeah there's no run wait really <laughs> yes yeah that's one of the bullshit things about it <laughs> i hate when there's I no run in a game honestly it. yeah yep. All right, yep. well, I want to take a quick second to get to our second ad read of the night, and then we will be right back with a little bit more uh, RPGs. Woo! Hey, everyone. At Disney Adams here from the NerdCon 1 channel. I would like you to join me in welcoming GamerGoat to the family of sponsors for the NerdCon 1 channel. If you are a listener or a viewer of NerdCon 1, you can now get a 15% discount at www.gamergoat.com using code NerdCon1. That's www.gamergoat.com using code NerdCon1. All right, and we are back. Thank you so much for Gamer Goat for uh, sponsoring this episode. So I'm going to dig right in because we are getting dangerously close to end time here and go with my two uh, top RPGs. My first one is the Destiny franchise. Um, All of us know who Bungie is from the uh, famed Halo franchise, but uh, they decided to leave that to 303 and came over and did uh, (laughs) Destiny. And it got mixed reviews. I was not a big fan at the beginning. I, I took me actually until Destiny 2 to play the games, but now I'm hooked. Actually, I just re-downloaded it and we'll be playing again shortly with a, a friend most likely. But going to ask you, should I download it? Yeah, you it's should. It's free. Well, and it has the new DLC that just came out, uh, Shadowkeeper. Or Shadowkeeper. Yeah. So okay. there's going to be some new stuff to play. There's obviously going to be more people on there. And it's on Game Pass, so you might as well. And it's free on Steam as well. And yeah, it's, on, it's just um, base game. Those huh? DLCs are not those. It's just base game. Yeah, DLC free. still cost. Yeah, but I don't know about for me. I get the DLC, the new DLC free. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it showed up for free for me too, but I don't know if it's a Game Pass thing. Xbox or... Game Pass. Yeah. I know. I mean, I I have Destiny two from Game Pass, but all of the DLCs like came up with prices. But it's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know. I I've. I haven't. I've put like ten minutes into Destiny. To Destiny ever. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, it's it's kind of neat too because it is cross platform. I believe across all, but it's PS4, Xbox One, uh, Google Stadia, which I just downloaded on. Um, Google Stadia, if you guys don't know what that is, is very similar to the uh, Project X Cloud that they're using for uh, Game Pass to stream on your Android device. But you can play games right on your phone or on your Google TV, which is cool because you don't actually need a system and you can play all or buy almost all games on Stadia. So I, I've been checking that out, and you guys definitely should too. Um, I'm going to try and speed through this. So if you guys don't know anything about Destiny, uh, you pretty much assume the role of a guardian uh, that you need to protect uh, um, just, you know, the, the galaxy from uh, different alien races. So it's pretty much Halo just in RPG form. <laughs> you obviously don't have the set set groups like you know the humans the UNSC the Covenant and stuff like that there are different groups I think the best way to describe it would be like a mix between Halo and um, Warblade Mass Effect or Warblade but Mass Effect would probably be closer for me with the similarities especially when it comes to trying to find new fucking objectives that's just my own gripe because I, I think it's my ADHD that kind of kicks in there too, but that's like pretty much my one big thing. And that is a mythic sci-fi. So it, it's, it's, it's a super space sci-fi um, game to play. I have something I want to say, but I'll leave it till the end. Cause it's way off topic. All right, cool. I appreciate that. Cause I, I got to stay on topic. I, I can't, can't with you guys. <laughs> so my, <laughs> my second one is uh, star Wars, the old Republic, not Knights of the old Republic, but this is the RPG MMO. Um, which fun fact at two hundred million dollar at a two hundred million dollar budget that they ended up hitting, it is one of the most developmentally expensive games ever created. No shit. Yeah, and hmm. if they didn't have huh. subscription sales, they would have only made one and a half million. Excuse me, million dollars on the game. But thank God they started up subscription services, even though it is free to play now. But that would have put them under if they had not had subscriptions to play the game. I mean, very similar to World of Warcraft in the way that happened. And this effectively is World of Warcraft for Star Wars. Um, I mean, almost everything about it is exactly the same as far as gameplay. The difference is is that, obviously, you're in the Star Wars world. Um, you can play as a Jedi, a bounty hunter, or a trooper. And um, you pretty much go from there. You can, you know, this one, like you were kind of to the point that you were talking about, Krista, you do have a lot of choices, but they really only help your overall ranking. So in, in effect, like in Fable, imagine only it really affecting the way your body looks. It, it doesn't have a whole lot of in-game ramification based off of your conversational decisions. And you can't just often kill somebody, which kind of pisses me off because I'm always chaotic evil and I like fucking killing people. <laughs> That's so funny because oh, even in... Even in video games, I still play as good characters. I've got to be a good person. I'll play multiple yeah. times, but the first time around, I've got to be a good person. I Oh, I had this conversation like on stream, actually, the other day. And when, pe when people say, oh, I like to be evil because I can, like, live out my wildest fantasies, like, that concerns me because that means your fantasy is murdering people. <laughs> yeah, so, you yeah. are the video gamers fantasy? that people are afraid of. <laughs> right, so like when people are like, I just want to live out my wildest fan. Like, no, just say like, I just want to fuck shit up. Like, just say that. <laughs> like, don't yeah. don't give hey, me the hey, fantasy yeah. stuff. If you that think about it, it this way, it's better of them living it out in a fantasy in the game than in real life. So I, I mean, agree, Steve. But as long as they stick to that, fantasy. Right, but that's not their fantasy. That's like that's weird. Well, it's the same hey, thing as like yeah, GTA. Weird. Yeah, the people I who like play through the game no, are the people who just fuck not, shit up. Though. Yeah, because G because GTA, you're not making moral decisions. Like, yeah, I don't. Sure, I am. No, go to the strip club. Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. you no, still make yes, moral decisions. It just doesn't affect you as much or at all. It doesn't affect the game. Yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Well, Corey, why don't you get to the thing you were going to say that's completely off topic? Because that's all so, I have. So it, it's not as off topic as I thought, but you mentioned um, <laughs> Old Republic, obviously, and you mentioned Mass Effect. Um, Bioware. Yes. Bioware seriously needs to come back with some sort of choice-driven game. Knights of the Old Republic, Mass Effect, Jade Empire. Well, hang and on. All they this. are coming back out with a level of Knights of the Old Republic. They have announced oh, yeah? that they're going to be creating something along those lines. Okay, that I have not seen, but that's very cool. I really I mean, want a Jade after, Empire 2. After <laughs> what they could have achieved with Anthem... I feel like they really have to come. They you mean really the machine-destroying game? That, that anthem? anthem? Yeah. That froze like up people's anthem systems when they first second. downloaded it. Yeah. Did it? Yeah, yeah. PlayStation's especially. I also yeah. heard it sucked. Um, okay, here's the thing. I played Anthem. I was one of the losers who pre-ordered Anthem because I saw the trailer and I thought it was going to be really cool to fly like Iron Man suits. Anthem was fun, was a lot of fun for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, and then it was like repetition for like, like the most ridiculous like the the RNG for like legendary loot drops was so ridiculous that they literally had to patch it several times to adjust it where people Jesus. were like at least getting legendary drops. You <laughs> had to do the raids hundreds of times to get a legendary drop. Oh, that's it was, fucked up. It was re- and it was like like me fucked. and my me and my PlayStation party. We had so much fun for like a week. We unlocked all of like the gear for our javelins. We did all of the raids to the point where like we had mastered one raid where we could do the whole raid in like less than five minutes. Like we loved it for like That's a week. Impressive. Like we did, we painted all of our javelins like crazy, matching colors because we were like being like nerds. And then it was like we were like by Monday we were like want to play Anthem and we're like not really like it was just like it was it was it had so much potential but it was just i think bioware is good at storytelling it was it was a great story but you finished the story you finished in in a in a in a day you you finished you finished the story Mm -hmm. in a day but it was a a call of duty story it's meant meant for multiplayer the story was really cool it was really original like I was really interested in the story, and then when like the game ends and you like go to like the heart of you know the heart of the storm or whatever it was because I can't even remember anymore. You're like, okay, cool, and then the end credits run, and you're like, what? I what that was happened? it. Yeah, like, yeah. I really like yeah. I said. I will be completely transparent. Completely, I enjoyed Anthem for about forty eight hours. <laughs> it sounds really anticlimactic <laughs> all around. Yeah. So, so they're like Bethesda. And should stick to single player games because we don't have enough companies that do that now. This is true. You do make a semi valid point. Single, semi. Let me re rephrase that. Single player RPGs. I I would maybe disagree to a certain extent. Do I think seventy six and ESO were what they needed? No. Do I have a lot of fun playing games that I love with my friends? Yes. Would I like a co-op Fallout? Yes. Do I want a multiplayer with just anybody and everybody? No. 
Co-op would be cool. Yeah. That's fair. I like co-op games. The one thing I liked with ESO is I actually, like, met people that I would still play games with. I um, My Fallout 76 group that I met in November of 2018, still to this day, I play games with. I play ESO. I played Anthem. I played. I have been playing games with this this team of six people since November of 2018. We met in Fallout 76. And see, I think that was, like you said, you'd like just a co-op version, but you would not have met those people if it weren't for that online aspect. Maybe I would even take it one step further and maybe approach it possibly like how Borderlands is, where you can have up to so many people, or you can go into public matchmaking. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. All right, That's, guys. That is the kind of MMO RPG I would like. That's definitely fair. Um, I do want to start ending us off, guys, uh, just because we are over time now. Um, so let's go into our shameless plugs to ourselves. Krista, where can we find you on social media? I am everywhere Yay! at Pink Room Gaming. <laughs> no way. Everywhere, yes. I dropped the the, and I am just Pink Room Gaming everywhere now. Woo! Yay! Oh, you Steve, missed that last you? week. Yes. Um, yeah, Instagram right. and Twitter always collecting something, or on Instagram as well. Cinephile underscore Saturdays. Cool. And Corey, you guys can find me at Funko Squid on Instagram. And I am at Disney Adams, like Krista, freaking everywhere, including gaming. So check me out. Um, and if you guys want to hear any more from this episode or liked anything you heard or saw in this episode, make sure you guys head over to www.nerdcon1.com. Special thanks to all of you for listening in and an even more special thanks to um, GamerGoat as well as Anchor.fm for sponsoring this episode. And we are also a podcast, so if you guys are enjoying what you see and you want to listen in on your ride to work, make sure you search NerdCon1 anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening in, guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.